0: Welcome back to the Triple M C G. CG. Welcome Tony Squires, Mark Bosnich and Matthew Hayden. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M.
1: Yeah, g'day. Just one out to share with you. Hot, hot, hot. That is the temperature. It's also known a couple of songs over. I think it's hot, yeah. hot, hot. hot is it? <laughs> uh,
2: music you know the other day when you complained about um, not feeling good about yourself and so forth? Yes. And I said yesterday on, on the screen when I was in Melbourne, you look very good. You look even better in real life, mate.
1: Is that right? Yes, yeah, Thank you. I, I bought nice. myself... A, you know, I've been growing... Uh, uh, almost beard. I uh, know you've noticed. Mm. Uh, I hate yeah, it's you three grant, months. Isn't it? Well, you've been growing something. Yeah, I like have that. been. I have been because I haven't been doing telly, so I've been able to. Mm. So this morning I decided to buy myself, like, because I don't know how the young people keep their, their you know, beards kind of looking like a four, five oh. o'clock shadow every day. Okay. Mm. So I bought myself some clippers. Oh. A man trimmer? Yeah, a man trimmer I did. Well, I, went up to the sh- I went to the shops. Well and I said, yeah, can I have a- How did the young people do it? And they said, they use it, one of these things. I got mm. it. I brought it home and used it. You the- look very good. It's kind of beautiful. Then I washed yeah. it straight under the water because this, and then, it looked, then I read the instructions and In oh no. not put
2: <laughs> So I used to have a man trimmer. So you hmm. managed to um, turn a compliment and deflect it completely. You still haven't not good at taking compliments, are you? Is that one of the things that you've noticed about me? Oh, I have, yes. Okay. And, Very uh, hard
0: when you're fifty, though, to stop. To stop what? To stop, I mean, just full stop. All when right. you when you get a man trimmer, yeah. well, it's not just a beard; it's all over your back. Uh, yeah. it could <laughs> it's it's like, everywhere, it could man. It'd be laser treatment next <laughs>
1: yeah. to the buzzer. Uh, by nature, are you a man who has a bit of back hair? Hey, oh, us. mate, I'm
0: an animal, absolute animal. <laughs> I look like a yeti. Do you? really? Oh. And,
1: and, and do you do a bit of a, a, a wax or a shave on the back or not? No, I don't. Do you? Uh, and oh, you have the whole kind of welcome mat down the lower back as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's everywhere. Take it's it's
0: everywhere. Goes everywhere it shouldn't. to wall carpet. What is yes. The whole works.
1: No, ears and nose, wow. Okay. That's why I have to be
0: romantic, my friends. It's not pretty. <laughs> now, I have seen the photograph of you I'd make in a the... small cushion out of it if I decided to really just clean up. Oh, <laughs> wow.
1: Wouldn't you pay a lot of money for the Hados hair cushion? Can, can you shave it off before, the, before Friday because it's our last show? And send we'll send it. put it online on eBay. We'll see how much we can get for the Hados hair cushion. Center. Sweetly scented by the salt of Strati. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is so good. We'll talk to Scott Cam.
2: Scott Cam would be across. He'd know how to make it. Yeah, he Uh, (laughs) would. Adelaide, 45 degrees, 40,000 lightning strikes, hundreds of fires and electricity rationing on the way in Adelaide. Wow, okay. We'll Hmm. keep our eye on that. This is the
1: KFC Summer Session. It's a great thrill to welcome to the show the man who is the driving force, the host of a show that uh, I cannot stop watching. Even when I try to stop watching, I can't stop watching. (laughs) (laughs) it. It is the block at return. And it's Scotty Cam. Good, you're oh, saying. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Scotty Cam,
3: g'day, buddy. Uh, g'day, guys. How are you? Yeah, Thanks, really buddy. well. Hot yeah. enough for you in Melbourne oh, at the moment? Oh, mate. 43 yesterday <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and 42 today. 41, 40, I think, is the predictions over the next couple of days. But uh, the amazing thing about Melbourne is if, you, if you're not from Melbourne or you're not aware of it, there's mm-hmm. no southerly change yeah. at the end of the night. Yeah. And uh, last night at 2 in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, it was 37 degrees. Oh, oh, totally. yeah, it just doesn't like let up. I was actually, uh, I, I went for a swim. Uh, I live near the water, near the bay. I went for a swim at about uh, about two in the morning, and it was mm. thirty seven on my phone.
1: Wow. Did you knock up some sort of crude air conditioning system? You know, you can do that kind of stuff.
3: I can do that. Yes, mm. you uh, wet some sheets, uh, hang them off a the thing, open the window, and the hot <laughs> breeze runs through. Then they dry out and it cools the air down. You see, you just keep doing that. That's uh, what I used to do in the bush in the old days.
0: <laughs> you weren't tempted to go for a nudie swim at that hour of the morning, where you got it, no mate. You never know uh, what snappers are out
3: there. And no idea. excuse that it was a cold day. She's cold down there in the water, though, Joe. <laughs> no, that's right. She's forty-five outside. It was cold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> tell me this. Now, I, I, I admitted it to you. Uh, I love this show and have lots... But each time you think, you know, what more can they do? What different kind of angle can you use? And you keep coming up with something, whether it be a stupid idea or just a really good idea. But it's, the, the, the thing for me, I, tell me if I'm wrong, the great thing about it, and people like watching people under intense pressure, the great thing about The Block has been is that, you know, you obviously tie these poor buggers out. They work their, you know, boobs off. Then, you know, they're, they're in relationships where they're happy to be really Really honest with each other at the end of the day when they're exhausted and
3: emotionally wrought. It's a perfect storm. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a, we, and we don't orchestrate a thing, of course, but um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, we The magic of the, television. it's unbelievable.
3: <laughs> but I tell you what we do do, it's, it's, it is a true reality show because we've got about eight cameras, cameramen and mm. producers and that sort of thing, and we, we kick it off at the beginning of the series, and basically there's a cameraman in your face at 6am wake you up, yep. and yeah. then we sort of just follow you around and go shopping with you and stuff like that. We don't actually uh, tell them what to say. We just leave them to their own devices and nature yep. takes its own course yep. and and eventually they forget about the cameraman unbelievably Uh, and and they sort of just go about their business, it becomes part of their life Mm. that there's a cameraman there and they just start arguing with each other because they're tired and they're making decisions and and, and of course they also get on really well and they work well together so they've got a, it's a real cross section of of what mums and dads are doing out there when they're renovating themselves and under budget constraints and they're a bit tired from work and things like that so it's a bit of a taste of reality on steroids I suppose
0: (laughs) They're under pressure is what you're saying
3: They're under a lot of pressure and they have to work we give them a week to do a room and they've the, the, the job we're doing at the moment, we're renovating an, an old picture theatre in Albert Park, which is a terrific suburb in Melbourne. And there's, you know, we've just gutted it out, taken the roof off, and they're building four three story New York loft style apartments. And they've done it in nine weeks. Wow. Well, from Scotty- the ground
1: up. The KFC Summer Session, we're talking to Scotty Cam from The Block. Uh, Mate, do you remember when um, i might have been Steve War's last test and uh, I got out in the middle and dug up a bit of the pitch? Yes. uh, Legally, of course. Yes, Uh, I do remember that. Yeah, and I managed to, uh, walking back to members and uh, had this, you'd love this, and and I I, I gave you a bit of that pitch. You did. Yeah, did you knock up a a nice little something for it to rest in, you know, Uh, so you could put it up in
3: in the pool room? Indeed indeed I did. I've uh, I've glued it onto a nice piece of timber Mm -hmm. and... uh, and I've got I got a little um, uh, you know like a little park engraved at yeah. Mister Minute, yeah. and um, it's the only place you go to get engraving. I don't know where you go. I said to myself, where do you get engraving? though? Mr. minute down there. You get some keys cut while you're there too. <laughs> <was> you? <laughs> and uh, and that's, yeah, I've got the little piece of turf that you gave me, and it was with um, buddy uh, Mikey Robbins. That's wasn't correct. It? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. How so did that you was a fantastic. little piece of turf? Well, what, what, what
1: happened? We went out in the middle uh, with the uh, the groundsman after the game, and uh, you you guys were all still in the in the dressing room, yep. uh, and he had a shovel I started digging up and we said well can I you know and he said you want a piece and uh gave us a big chunk oh, right. yeah very nice Steve, even Steve Ward didn't get one I understand he didn't deserve it as much as I did. I <laughs> <wasn't>. <laughs> no that's right <laughs> yeah. and Steve then we Hurt. went
3: into the uh, sheds after and had a few beers it was oh it was fantastic I remember that night very very clearly and I've got that little bit of turf and uh, here's a story that one day uh, I was I was in the sheds after the test and everybody had gone and I was there with a mate of mine and we came through and and oh, we're having, God. we're having a look and, um, and, um, and there is, uh, Ricky, Ricky Ponning at the time. He's bat, he like, he's, he's yeah. locker. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm facing up with his bats and uh, in the sheds yeah. and yeah. with yeah. a beer yeah. in my hand. It was just bloody fantastic. <laughs> yeah, security. I put all his really clothes tight. on and I, you know, <laughs> got dressed in his whites and put the captain's jacket on and, you know. And then I went home with it all, yeah. pads and the lot, you comes know, in often, the cab. I've
0: yeah. often thought about making a, a bar or something out of the bats that, you know, because oh. I probably have about 150 bats over the years. I often thought about being like a really nice bar fascia or something oh. like yeah, that. Yeah, wouldn't Real it,
1: What
3: The bat cave. I like oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's unreal. Uh, and then the good bat, you attach that to the, the tap in the bar, you know, so you yeah. grab the handle, to pull that down and the beer comes out. That is. <laughs> to be a ripper.
1: Wow, that is so good. See, that's why Scotty does what he that's does. That's why he does. And yeah. he? he starts doing it again. Uh, the block premieres Monday, January 27th at 7.30pm. Uh, now it's not 7 o'clock. It comes at 7 o'clock. No. I don't know what we're going to do. I 7.30 on Channel 9. Watch it. Uh, it will be terrific as it always is. Uh, just watch for Keith who is uh, the slightly evil foreman. Love him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Scotty Cam, always great to talk to you, buddy.
3: Thanks so much for being part of the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. All the best.
2: This is the KFC
3: Summer Session.
1: Yeah, it's a straight steal steal from a television show, (laughs) (laughs) bizarrely called Would I Lie to You. Uh, The notion is, all I'm trying to do is find out more about you gentlemen. I thought the best way to do it would be to uh, blatantly lie to each other. You each, we each, (laughs) all three of us have an envelope uh, in our hands. Inside those envelopes, uh, two pieces of paper. One is a piece of truth, something that is true about us, something... Is a lie. Is the other piece complete of paper complete rubbish? Complete. Well, who knows? We, you, our job, we draw one of them out, and we have to convince our uh, fellow hosts that it is true. Are you ready to go? Who would like to go first? Me. You would, okay, Bozer? And you delve into your envelope. Here go we go, Boz. is right, <coughs> opening the envelope. Uh, okay. I can hey. smell a lie There's, coming on here. Okay.
2: I can fly a helicopter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can fly a helicopter legally. Yes.
2: You have a helicopter's li- pilot's license? No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. Well, how was it legal then? Well, I wouldn't say legally. I mean, I did 60 hours flying it. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. You
0: either got a ticket or you don't.
2: Well, I, I got the ticket. I passed the test, yes. So you've got your helicopter. So if we well, haven't got it on me right here, right no, now, not I don't right think now. I've got it in Australia either. No, but if you were pulled over driving your helicopter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they asked for my license. <laughs> and you, you could say to the air police. I, I would say I'm, to the air. I'm dragging us down do you know the this? this? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is the case in Australia, because mm-hmm. I did it in England, but mm-hmm. do you know this. Might. They wouldn't pull me over if I stayed underneath 7,000 7, feet. It's okay. You don't have to let anyone. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's
1: okay yeah. if you're sure. flying around like small children in parks. Because yes. there's not any
0: other helicopters in the UK that are flying around at that altitude. Yes, there already.
2: are, but they come up on radar if you've got a radar in your helicopter or you can see them as well. Right.
1: And and how far have you flown in your helicopter? Oh,
2: I wouldn't know about in terms of miles and so forth, but uh, when I used to go and do my lessons, we'd do at least two hours a day. There'd be another, and obviously the guy who was teaching you would also be in the helicopter as well. He'd be on the... The main controls you have your own little stick and so forth, and then he. So, have you, you flown solo? No.
1: Right. Okay. So you're not licensed to fly solo. Oh, it's the truth then. No. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, and you've taken off and. No, I think fly. I'm licensed to fly. I, I did, the, did well, the test. Read, read a bit. No. What you, I, can fly, I a can fly a helicopter. Okay, so we don't necessarily have to be licensed. I can fly no. a helicopter. He says. What yeah. do you reckon? Oh, I think it's true. You think
0: it's true? I think he had way too much time in his hands in the UK and money. Plenty of money to
2: splash about. Oh, and the union, pay seventy five percent of any course you wish to take. Really? That? So, you know, I, I've
1: got a feeling it's the truth as well.
2: Truth, truth. truth. Yes, are right. <laughs> <laughs> so the next Rambo film, when you see that bozo flying the helicopter, he's <laughs> <by> the got a stunt man. <laughs> oh, <Now> it's him. <laughs> uh, How right,
0: you go, mate. Yep. Okay, okay. How we live, right, Johnny, okay.
1: day by day. All right. I was kicked out of a gospel choir for swearing on stage. Not true. Because
2: your father Um. was a minister as well as a police officer. Yeah, there would have been double trouble. And I think it would have been double trouble for you. I think you were in a gospel, I don't think you got... Kicked off for, for swearing on stage. Unless definitely you, in a choir. Definitely definitely in a choir. Yeah. Unless you've done a bozo and done it on purpose, he so could get kicked out. But then Merv would have would have had you hired.
1: No, no. What do you mean Merv would have had my? Uh, what, I,
2: what what
0: language in particular?
1: Well, what, what, what happened was that the gospel choir was called the Cafe of the Gate of Salvation. Uh, it was hmm. terrific gospel choir. They took it very very seriously. And, and look, and all you know, good things to you had us and others who are religious. And my father, a very religious man, but I went anti religion. I must admit, uh, but I loved the singing because that was what part of. The, thing that I, I loved about growing up as a kid with around religion was was yep. him music yeah mm. so I got right into it and loved it but they got a, there was a lot of hallelujah hallelujah mm. and I dropped the hala bouncing luya but I can say bounce <laughs> <laughs> and the choir, the choir master oh, that might was be true not then. happy about this at all I uh, yeah, uh, give you a warning I got a, I got a, no I didn't I got a warning but I you know at first I was doing it very quietly and what then did he here uh, oh, no, I, I, I was in my Early to mid-twenties. Okay, Faith and of Salvation.
2: Uh, uh, well, i say not true if it's early to mid-twenties. So think if, it's a, if it's a choir, it'll be, you'll be much younger. So I'll say no, not No, no,
1: a gospel choir. Professional gospel choir. Yeah, I don't, I
2: don't reckon that. Okay. I'll well. say not true.
0: Uh, I'm going to say false. Yeah, it is false. Yeah!
1: Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> it is false. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right, I really I I Let's go, just go swear, to my envelope. Mate. I just wasn't let's kicked go out. On. Okay, Hados, what you got for us, fella? All right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's yeah. this summer session. Just trying to find some right. pieces about
0: each other here. Kate Hudson oh, here we go. was mm. stalking me in an elevator.
1: Stalking you in an elevator? So you know, that's not, true, not, not, not many true places or to hide. You know, what? She'd been bumped back to one and a half metres by the ABO. <laughs> what do you mean she was stalking you in an elevator? <laughs> you know, she, what, that's, was
0: stalk, she was stalking me. She was chasing that. me in an elevator. Were you both that.
2: in the same elevator? That's that crazy. It could be
1: true. But
2: this is the same thing as his Leonardo DiCaprio one last week. <laughs> that's why I reckon he's done this one. That's why I reckon he's done this one on top of it, so we say false. I think it's true, buddy. Are you
1: saying Kate Hudson was stalking you because she she loved your hairy back and she really wanted a piece of Matthew Hayden? Is that what you're saying to us? Uh, well, I don't know if I'm exactly
0: summarising it that way, but yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I ran into her. Mm-hmm. She, she was... Um, delightful um she 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 was obviously keen to see me again so we ran into each other again in an elevator mm-hmm. in fact we ran into each other i think about eight times in an elevator
1: well, what do you mean what's the elevator thing well how come you're always in an elevator well we we're just- staying
0: we we're staying thanks for the question if it was one
1: yeah
0: um we we're staying at uh, uh versace down the gold coast uh-huh. where they were shooting um a movie i think she was dating at the time um uh, what's the blonde-haired guy? Um, Matthew McClellan. Comedian, Comedian. Ah, uh, um, yes. Uh, da- they, they, were, they were shooting a movie down there anyway. And, Owen Wilson. Uh, Owen yes. Wilson, that's, yeah. that's oh, the one. Yeah. Oh, wait, I know. Yeah,
2: okay.
1: Um and I say true. Oh, she's dating Owen Wilson, and yeah. she's fallen in love with Matthew Hayden just in an elevator. Stalking me. Stalking me. Stalking, stalking
2: was the word. I say true. I
1: say False. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's, well, it's true. Yeah, it's true in, head. It's true in my true. head. Yeah, it's true. Uh, referee, uh, true. I'm calling it a referee. Yeah. I'm not You're sure probably right, actually. it's yeah. True. The
0: wording is—it's uh, a, it's a bit facetious.
1: Ah, uh, you—I don't know. You've lied within a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. This is the KFC Summer Session. Last night, 6-4 the score was when Bernard Tomic uh, left the court with that injury. It's caused a huge brouhaha stroke in Broglio. Stroke, furore. <laughs> it's, indeed it has. A furore. Uh, <laughs> and look, furore. just keeping up to date while we speak about tennis, Casey Dallacqua is up against uh, Flipkin 6-3-3-love At the moment, Uh, yeah, he he, he pulled the pin. Now He pulled the pin, and a lot of Australians were very unhappy, not just those uh, at courtside. But if you want to hear the reaction, let's do that right now. This is what happened when he said he was too injured to go on.
2: What a disappointing end to what's been such an anticipated night and clash.
1: Injured. Leaves the court, a full house, packed house. This is after, in the afternoon, uh, Leighton Hewitt had played five sets at what age, 52 is he? Hmm. Uh, hadn't gone through, hey, had lost, had a match point and didn't get there. Is there, what do you, now you're both elite sports people, you've both suffered injuries. Uh, there's obviously a case if you cannot go on, you cannot go on. Is that what you saw or what did, what do you, what did you make of it? Uh, for me, it's one of
0: those things as an athlete where you really have to challenge yourself and, and we'll never know how bad a pain you know, he was in yesterday. But if you go through those moments as an athlete and you come out the other side with not only a champion performance, but just just getting through that mental barrier of having to go beyond what would normally be your comfort zone, then you just set you up for the rest of your career. And, and I think some of my best performances actually were where I was either partially
2: injured or just really struggling. Yeah. Boz? I I just think, look, put it this way, I, I think the crowd are entitled to... They've paid money for their tickets, so they're entitled to express their opinion. I, I wasn't there. And like I said, I didn't see the game as I was watching um, the A-League. Hmm. Um, but if if it's a torn groin muscle, I mean, if he's injured, he's injured. And and like Haydos said as well, but we'll never really know, but the bottom line is, from a medical perspective, the only one person is the doctor has turned around and said, it's a torn groin muscle, it's a torn groin muscle. Simple yeah, yeah that. so that's a uh,
1: gonna... slight tear. Yeah, but
2: I you... don't understand it, like... It, well, <laughs> If anyone's had a, a soft tissue injury, a hamstring, a groin, a calf or whatever knows the pain that you can be in and how much damage you can do, well there's no use sort of hanging around. He, you know pro- probably with hindsight, he, you know he probably shouldn't have went on the court in the first place, but um, he probably would have got booed anyway. Um, if he didn't mm-hmm. go on the court the first. time. The point is, I guess, oh, you know, a lot of Australians. He's not. Out... He's, he's obviously not particularly well liked. It's the thing. By a, lot a lot of lot people, of, it, and I think it's a lot of unsurprising people. Unsurprising that. It's yeah, him. a lot of people are sort of jumping, jumping, uh, sort looking of but, for the negative. Yeah, but yeah. it's happened to other sporting stars before. Um, Leighton Hewitt, who you just mentioned, I think it was in 2000 um, when he when he questioned the intelligence of of the Australian sporting audience in Adelaide was booed. Uh, Michael Clarke uh, against England, in the one-day game up in Brisbane. I think it was in two thousand. Yeah, well, that's
1: bad booing. Yeah, no, bad you know booing. what
2: I'm saying to you, So, like, look, people are going to have to express their opinions when they go to games and so forth. But in terms of if, if he's torn, he said he's torn his groin muscle.
1: But don't we want like the John Sattler? You need know, to play through the grand final with a broken
2: jaw. No, well, not, do, do you want? Do you want him then to sort of to, to be out for an extra four months? If you suppose play, that's a point though, Squizzy. You know, like, it's you know, not like a grand final. Yeah. It was the first round. Yeah, first yeah, but it was the
1: Australian round. Open. He's playing the Davis world Cup number is, one, isn't yeah, it? David,
2: Davis Cup is coming. Mm. Up. I'm sure. I'm sure. It, look, I'm sure it is, and I'm sure there's. Look, I, he's torn his muscle. It's simple as that. Let, he's, let's torn see, his muscle. Okay. he's Torn his muscle.
1: He wanted to. He wanted to react to what happened, mm. uh, and of course, he was booed, and he spoke last night, obviously, but then he spoke again today. This is Bernard Tomic.
2: Well, I think
0: it's important for me to come out uh, like this. A lot of people showed up last night, uh, you know, expecting a very good match. A lot of people paid their tickets, and it's disappointing for that to happen. Um, with the form I was in, I was ready to, to to challenge Rafa, and unfortunately, this happened. And you know, I felt like I got booted a little bit on court, which was pretty unfair. Um, so I just needed to get my side out, which is you know, obviously the truth and it's, is important. And my recovery is going to start as quick as it can because I've got the Davis Cup. And if I'm not ready for the Davis Cup, it's going to be very difficult for us.
1: See, the thing is, he has history. That's a problem, isn't it? Mm-hmm. People have seen the, recently the pictures of him at schoolies and getting, you know, almost a lap dance. And they go, it was, it, he's prejudged. Mm-hmm. So uh, there could have been other sports yeah. people who may have gotten away with it. And you're right. If there is, if he's, if it's a tear, mm-hmm. then probably mm-hmm. you Well, can't, the precedence
0: yeah. is there, isn't it, Squires? Because yeah. Because... What happens is that these guys are not just athletes for the Australian Open. They are athletes, you know, every scheduled match. And they, they come in, in waves and often. So it's, it's high performance really taking on board, you know, making the judgment calls on these players because he wouldn't have done that and made that decision yeah. on his own either. It would have been done in conjunction with his coach and probably his tra- other trainers, medical staff, you know, in and around that, that uh, high performance culture.
1: And he's just thought, well, OK, that's what I've got to do. All right, there's defence of Bernard Tomek there, wondering what you think. Uh, were we right? Was Australia right to boo Bernard Tomic when he left the court last night? This is the KFC Summer Session. We're in the middle of the same uh, conversation you've been having all day, I'm sure uh, Bernard Tomic was it right for him to go off? Was it right for the Australian public to boo him when he left injured against uh, Rafael Nadal? 6-4, he'd lost and played pretty well, actually. He hit the ball beautifully, served well. he lost that one, his one service. He, he's broken, obviously, to lose the set. Uh, but he looked like he, he was bang up for it. Uh, sadly, that adductor muscle. A little uh, tear there, Boy, so I, I kind of feel now that I say it out loud, I feel sorry for him that there, there was the reaction. One man we spoke to earlier today, Roger Rashid, who used to coach Leighton Hewitt, uh, and has got a fair bit of grit about him. I don't think yeah. he was quite so convinced he was that, up for it. Yeah, that, <laughs> that Bernie should have gone. This is what he had to say earlier today. I like Bernard, but there's a few, there's a few things I reckon you're. a... You become a victim of, uh, in a good or bad way, of, of how you prepare day in, day out, and, and week in, week out, and, and throughout the course of the year as, a, as an athlete. And um, you know Bernard's not, uh, you know, g- generally hasn't been that player we've seen. That's come out, and every day he's actually putting it on the line. Yes, uh, Roger and Bernard probably won't be going out for Ouch. dinner this evening. Mm. Uh, Daryl has called one triple three five three. G'day, mate. Hello. How are you? And not bad. Were, was it right to boo him or not? Uh, I don't think it was right to boo, him. I look, as Australians, I think we expect a lot of our athletes, uh, high profile to push through the pain barrier and just generally have a crack. But, yeah. uh, I'm not a fan personally of him. I think he polarizes people and I'm one of those, but he yeah. generally looked distressed last night. He generally looked like he was in pain. I don't think you can fake that and yeah. hey and Boz would be able to uh, appreciate that, but I don't think you can fake the look of anguish he had on his face and I, I, I think it's generally unfair, but I think that's the Australian way. You have hmm. a crack or you or you get an earful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what he got. Spot on. All right, Darryl, thanks, Daryl. John, what about you? <clears throat> um, I don't think it was fair that he got food, but I do believe he has a history of um, perhaps not fulfilling his uh, total package of promise. There was a lot of people out there who paid to, to see a good match, and he withdrew too early, I believe. Mm. that's the thing. I mean, do you just play on for the sake of it? What responsibility do you have to the crowd to provide
2: entertainment? Well, if that's you're... what they booed. Yeah. And that's why I, I can't understand. I mean, it's, it doesn't seem to be... I mean, somebody tweeted just before that they booed originally when they heard the game was going to get called off. And then when he was walking off, they clapped both players. But if you've paid a hell of a lot of money, you've only seen 39 minutes. It's like when you go to a, a massive boxing event. And and somebody gets happens. knocked out oh, in the first like, round. What do you or, say, get up so he can knock no, out know, again. Of, you know, but it, there's always that before. chance, Boz. Yeah, but you yeah. know what I'm saying to you, but not yeah, no, not clean knocked out. I mean, like, somebody's sort of gone down or stopped the fight. People think that they've been shortchanged, so they boo. Yep. You yep. know, mm-hmm. so the, it, 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 I, that's what I'm saying to you. When you pay your money, I think that, you know it's you're talking about crowd control. You can't control express what
0: yourself. Murph Hughes M- you M- had a um, comment about that when he um, when he used to get out very early. He Used to come back in the dressing room. He said, Oh, what, what, what? Never got a good one early. <laughs>
1: <laughs> G'day, Jason. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, boo to the Melbourne public. That's what I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, uh
0: Bernie, you know, it's not like uh you, Hados, where the skipper could hide you in the field or Bozer, you yeah. you were in yeah, goal. Yeah, It's a different yeah. game, I agree. Yeah, you, you know, you true. you gotta chase every yep. ball down and hit oh, yeah. every ball back. Yeah.
2: yeah, true. And
0: uh good on Bernie for at least going thirty one minutes. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right, thanks Jason. Nice, that's a, that's well, nice to hear that uh, PJ, support. Yeah, I, I see I think and we spoke about that briefly off So I think it was a problem beforehand and you remarked and Hados remarked that you saw him in the interview before. Yeah, in the interview he beforehand, beforehand he talked seen... about
1: didn't think he said, Oh, it'll how I start and so I read in between the lines. I he got, I yeah.
2: Hypothetically, here. I mean, you've seen the stick he's got for coming off after 39 minutes today. Can you imagine yeah. if he turned around and pulled out before the game and said, look, listen, I've done my groin yeah. training yeah. And, yeah. and I can't play? I think that it would have been twice as much as we've got today. You know the bottom
0: line? If you're, if you're injured as an athlete, there is nowhere to go. And no. it feels terrible. Like you go
2: yeah. into a game
0: and you're yeah. just you so disappointed in yourself, let alone what the Nothing outcomes more are going to be from a crowd's yeah. point of view.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Glenn has called finally. What do you think, Glenn? No, I thought it was a disgrace that,
0: that the lad was booed. Um, mm. obviously not many in the crowd of uh, sports
2: people who have played sport or carried injury or had injury there. And mate, if they, if they go to a tennis match, then it's too bad. You know, like if he can't play, they got to cop that. Yep. It's not about the money. It's about the hours and the hours and the years that kids trained
0: <laughs> to get <laughs> so that shot.
1: True. Yep.
0: And so he, you know, he deserved a lot more than that. It was an
1: opportunity for people to witness Mm. Something a bit better than that sort of tripe. Yeah. It, it, it was ordinary. And oh. sorry, mate. No, no, no. Go ahead. He like, young, you're on a roll. Just he needs he needs that. You know, because the way
0: tennis players play, like like a torn groin or a muscle in a groin is mm. different for him and say Johnny Sadler with a broken jaw yeah. Tomic probably could have played yeah. the game with a broken jaw you yeah, know what I mean yeah no you're yeah, absolutely
2: right Glenwood yeah. yeah, Haynes made the, that the, point he the, didn't the, make in that. terms of the groin I mean it's the centre of your body you have to go left All right, and right. there,
1: Bernard yeah. Tomic there you go you've just got a big hug from the people of Australia <laughs> This is the KFC Summer Session. Just about to sign off uh, for mm, it's this. Quick well, again, it right. has indeed. Tomorrow will be our penultimate show. Will it? Uh, <laughs> of the summer. Is that the <laughs> day before
2: ultimate? That's correct. No, second no to last. New word for the day: penultimate.
1: <laughs> well done. And, and our buzzer. Before we go, though, uh, it's only right that we say a uh, hefty goodbye to somebody. Yeah, to Brett Emerton has mm. announced
2: his retirement today from uh, all forms of football. So, so uh, wonderful congratulations and thank you on behalf of all the country um, for his work for the Socceroos. Our third highest. Player behind uh, Lucas Neal, the skipper, and, and mm. Mark Schwarzer, and uh, he's going to be playing. I think his last game this week against Central Coast Mariners, and uh, he's had a wonderful career. Very, very good. He career. played in. Oh yes, thank you. Is that for me? or am The studio I? audience oh. just applauding there.
1: He, he played some. In, did he played in Turkey for a while, or he, he played in I mean, Europe. Obviously, yeah,
2: he played in Holland. Holland, um, yeah. Play at, uh, and he played for Blackburn, obviously in the English Premier League, and then back here at Sydney FC. So, um, but fair play to him going out, going out uh, when he wants to go out. Uh, Rather than somebody else pulling the plug. Well just done, Brendan. Well done, Br- Just as we're speaking, breaking news from mm-hmm. New South Wales Incident Alerts here on Twitter: reports that two trains have collided between Edgecliff and Kings Cross stations. Further information to follow. Two trains have collided. Okay. Well, obviously, That's uh, New South Wales Incident Alerts on Twitter. Okay.
1: When well, New, New South Fury, listening in New South Wales uh, news reports will update you on that, mm-hmm. and we'll be back tomorrow uh, once again for the KFC Summer Session. Have a good e- good evening. See you then. <laughs> See you. Hey, we could drag Maddie Hayden away from fishing. With, with KFC's Australian and English burgers, take the taste test today.